guys. Welcome back to another episode of Defy the Norm podcast. So today we're going to talk about uh, moving out. We just went back to Polson and whew, we finished up uh, the last Airbnb guest. I think checked out yesterday. It feels like a blur, but yeah, today's Thursday, the 28th, I believe. And um, this will be a totally different tone that you get out of me because I'm so wiped, but I told Victor like, Hey, we really should, uh, record and capture some of this because there's so much, there's so much good stuff, good insight that's happened over the last 24 hours of trying to pack up. So we, uh, one of the, we, we've done it in kind of phases and, you know, by having it, uh, as an Airbnb, you kind of cleared out most of your stuff from the house anyways beforehand, but we still had a lot of furniture to offload and selling furniture is a pain. It is such a pain. But if you put something on Craigslist for, for five bucks, you get nobody. But if you put it on for free, everyone and their mother wants it and then they're fighting over it. And so that part was a little bit frustrating because you want to be able to sell like be nice to get like a hundred bucks for a bed but you can't and so then you're stuck with like at the last minute trying to sell them for free um quite honestly I didn't get rid of all of them so I had to I thought we were going to be able to be totally done today um but transitioning like if you're ever downsized to an RV or even downsized to a much smaller house like you have to do it in so many phases because like I said, we did phase one, moved into the Airbnb, then we had furniture to deal with, and we had a whole bunch of stuff in the garage and in a closet locked up to deal with. Well, I've come, I've gone back to Polson twice in the last two weeks, I think, to kind of start sifting through some of that stuff. Like in between guests checking in and checking out, I'll go in and, and grab some of the stuff. And it's... <laughs> so overwhelming it's really really hard there's like these this chunk of stuff that's like okay get rid of it and we've taken two huge loads to the dump and the thrift, thrift store, store and then there's a load there's the stuff that you're like oh my gosh I absolutely want this and that it's like it's so easy to like pull the RV up and granted we're pulling our stuff into two different RVs we have Momo and our new and trailer Nomad. Nomad with us and so in that's easy but then you have so much middle ground stuff. You don't know if you want to get rid of it, and you, but it doesn't have a place or it doesn't really seem like it's like going to be perfect in the motorhome. And so then it just becomes all this clutter. And that's the stuff that's like making me sick right now because I just cannot. I stuffed way too much of it into the RVs so that we were really heavy and we thought we were going to be just all packed up and basically go travel through Idaho for a few weeks and then take our stuff back down towards Lander where our third RV is. Yes, we're downsizing from a house to three RVs and still can't fit all the stuff. Um, I know deep down it's just because Victor was like, why are you so stressed about it? Why is it so hard? But it's also probably because I'm making most of those decisions or making those calls. And, that is correct. and in some ways, I think it's, it's like, it's really my own fault. I'm, my type eight is making myself sick because I'm trying to overly control this or like overly plan or, but what if one day or what, I don't know, my kids might, or Danny might want to move into a house or I really do like this, this couch, but I never sit on it, but I really, really like it. And I really loved our bed and I was trying to take the mattress from the bed in Polson and take it and bring it all the way down to Lander and put it in my fifth wheel. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? This is insane. Uh, so 
in in some ways, if I go, Victor, you just deal with it. He'll be like, awesome. I'm just going to take it all to the dump. We're done. <laughs> we'll be done in two hours. And part of me should just let him do that because because it is like it's it's weird how it's just, it and I'm like go like I don't even keep that much stuff compared to most people. But it's yeah. We're we're talking we're talking. Gosh, a tenth of what might be in a home, right? And in the end, we're talking about pick some pictures of memorabilia, some beds. So I thought it might be interesting. I'm going to walk you through kind of what just on because right now uh, Victor and I are in the truck towing Nomad um, by ourselves, and all the kids, which is kind of cool, are in Momo behind us, and Gabby's driving Momo, and so we got these two RVs. So a week ago. No, sorry, on my birthday, so July 6th, so almost a month ago, I went and bought this this trailer Nomad. It's a um, 27-foot travel trailer. It has two bunks, and then it needed to be finished remodeled, so you probably you can see on YouTube how we finished remodeling it. It wasn't that hard, but for us, you know, we're not the handiest, so finished hey. putting in. Victor's getting pretty handy, actually. I got to say, like, we talk about it in Reignite the Passion when we talk about helping relationships. One of the things is, is sacral chakra. I think for a lot of couples their sacral chakra is blocked and sacral chakra you know if you've listened to me long enough it's all about your vulnerability creativity um sense sense of expression and it has to be so much outside of what you do for like like do for work it's not that i mean you can when victor would teach gymnastics he's pretty creative there that would be but also like it, you know, creative in jujitsu he'd be, and if I'm maybe creative in my rock climbing, but this is also like more. I feel like writing and art start to bring that out where you're connecting emotion. It's not just like the creativity in doing; it's creativity in expressing your emotions or how you're feeling or what what makes you weird. And so, it's really been good because Victor's had these. You never really have these many opportunities to fix things and. You kind of don't want to like get get in too far that you like break something, but you but with these things that are older, it's kind of like you have the green light to just wing yeah, it and like and figure it out. And it's been great. I think it's been great for part of um, Victor's super happy now. It's so great. That's why I go. I don't even know why I'm. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I was just looking to see if we see our, oh. our children. Yeah, Momo's really slow. We got this new truck, this Dodge Ram 3500 that like with a fairly light trailer, so it wants to go up mountains at 70. And Momo is super heavy, which I'm going to eventually get to why it's so heavy. And it climbs at about mm, 40, and then people honk at you and send you emails. Last week we got an email that said, you guys, y'all need to learn how to drive. That was fun. Um, poor, and poor Isabel was the one driving, so she feels bad. But... Anyways, back to um, sacral chakra. So we get this travel trailer, and Victor totally fixed it up. It's awesome, and he's so happy to finally. You're so happy to like be traveling that I go. Why am I even caring about this stuff? Correct. Seven years later, my husband finally wants to travel. I need to just like let somebody uh, take the stuff. Like, oops, it, it's gone. Sorry, bummer. You, you know, I, I, if I can interject for a second, like. It really comes down to this. Every single person, uh, the subtle art of tidying up. No. The no. magic. The magic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So go ahead. What was the name of the book? Oh, wait. Now I'm confused. It's the subtle art of not giving no, it no, up. No, that yeah, one's yeah. a better one. But yes. It's the... Uh, dang it. I can't remember. You anyway, it talks about... Magic and tidying. 
Yeah, the whole point of it is to pick up an object and go, does this bring me joy? But my bed does. That was the hard thing. Yeah. My bed brings me joy. My massage table brings yeah. me joy. Yeah, and, and brings so you it, joy. It varies per person what those things are, right? And so, well, I would think like that exercise ball brings me joy because when I work with my clients, I get to sit somewhere. I get to move a little bit. I get to demonstrate, which gets me moving. And it's sort of weird because all those things change. I got rid of a bunch of geese. Uh, everyone, I'm everyone's like go-to guy to give geese when they start to shrink. So I had this huge storage of geese that I just had never really gotten into using. And I do think that jujitsu will come back into my life again. But I'm like, I don't need to store, I think, eight geese. I'm like, I just need two good ones. And I can give these away and someone else can use them. And, and so every person has to go through their purge in whatever way is possible. It just happens Robin is looking at two things that are rather large. I don't, like I don't, I can sleep really well in, I sleep amazing in Nomad. So, and even in our fifth wheel, I'm like, well, if we just put a little egg crate, it's gonna be amazing. I do sleep good in our, I do sleep good in both of them, but there's something, so you guys, my south nodes in Taurus, which means I really love material comforts. I was like a princess or a queen in my past life. I was And not. so, I like love, like I am so dirt bag, but like I love high thread count sheets and really comfy mattresses and nice towels. Like that's my, that's, that's your jam. my jam. Yeah. And so it was really like, I like, actually I didn't even sleep last night cause I've made myself so uh, worked up over all this that I just laid down this bed and thought, Oh, I just love this mattress so much. It's so comfortable. And I'm like, duh, I could just look at the brand and just buy another one. Let it go, Robin. But I didn't want to let it go. And so, and then the, like the others, um, it's funny because my Enneagram, my type eight, so like Victor and I are married for a lot of reasons, but I always say the number one reason is because is, is, my husband's so nice and gives me a massage when we're in a house every night. And as a type eight, like body work is so important because you just end up holding so much stress and I thought it was interesting because Victor would be like, whatever, massage, not a massage, I don't really care. But that's, as a type two, sitting in nature is huge. Yeah. And so it's it's just kind of interesting the things that... So yeah, my things are kind of big that I wanted to hold on to. But quite honestly, where the heck am I going to set up a massage table right now in our fifth wheel? Like there's no room um, unless we like put three, like boot, boot some kids out maybe, which might be the <laughs> option. I was thinking about, I was like, maybe we put three RVs in this monthly RV park and have all the kids, well, no, Danny, Jirai, and Tati sleep in one RV, Gabby and Isabel another, and you and I get another one. <laughs> still have little children. I know, I would miss them. Okay, so back to how much stuff we're really talking about. If I look in this Nomad one that we just, it was pretty much empty, two bunk beds, it doesn't really have storage other than in the very front of it is a full-size bed that they built up so that you can put those big boxes that you get at Costco with the yellow lids. The you can fit like four, three or four of those totes. So we have that much storage, which ends up being, um, for right now, kind of rock climbing gear. It ends up being sports biking stuff, gear. rock climbing, biking helmets, and a little bit of extra clothes and some books. Like I said, the bad thing about that travel trailer is it doesn't have any storage in it other than that. It has one tiny little closet by the bathroom where we can, where Tatiana puts her books and 
Tatiana is like the pack rat, but we try to limit her. But anyway, she has a lot of stuff there, and you can throw some towels in there. And then we have two or three little tiny shelves that we put like in the corners to put shoes on, Danny's clothes. And then when we got to Polson, we put we took one of the dressers and put it in there. So now we have a spot for Jariah, Victor, and my clothes, which is still limited. Think about having only the amount of clothes that fits in one or two dressers. Uh, not dressers, dresser, dresser drawers. drawers. And then I think that's about it. We have one other tiny, then the tiny little shelf that we keep like, um, like a box of all of our keys and sometimes we'll throw, like we really have nowhere to put jackets yet, nowhere to put, um, but she, I, like, me, but she made me pull all the hooks so we will soon. That's true. That's true. Good, good thinking ahead. Um, and then in the, and there's tiny bathroom, really no storage in the bathroom. And then the kitchen on top of it has like just one cabinet above. And then a pretty big cabinet under the sink, but Beneath really just yeah. fits your some food and Utensils. yeah, cooking utensil, cooking dish, uh, pots and pans. Okay, that's that one. So there's nothing like surf, surf. Um, are they there? There Victor gets nervous. I'm like, what? Where are they? Um, there's nothing excess in that RV. Then we've got Momo. Now let me just tell you about Momo. Momo. Can't, this is why we lived in it for four years. It has so much storage space that it's not really healthy or safe to be driving with the amount of weight that I put in it. It's a really good thing that I have all five of my children in it after saying that. Um, Momo, when it got in its accident, uh, what, three years ago, it we rebuilt the bed so that it was lifted. So our under storage is huge. In our under storage, we have four backpacks full of sleeping bags and backpacking gear and air mattresses and all that stuff. Then we have like three or four more bags of rock climbing gear and ropes. Now, then we have two snowboards, two sets of skis, uh, and all of our like ski pants, ski jackets, ski helmets. I think that's about it. There might be, okay, and that's just that, that RV. In the understorage. You have it, to take into consideration when you have a large family that we're traveling, that's seven of everything. You know, like we go on a bike ride, think about seven pairs of seven bike helmets. Yeah. And we don't, yeah, we, luckily not What's, everybody skis. Yeah. So like yeah. we're only have four people. Well, ta I'm missing Tati skis, but yeah, four people ski and only, or snowboard. And only five people really like to bike ride, but still five of those and four of one and seven harnesses and all of that it adds up so fast it, you know it'd be really nice if you had a helmet that was multi-purpose for rock climbing for snowboarding and for biking mountain biking at the same time because we have probably too many helmets way too many helmets between all of the sports okay next inside of momo we have cabinets above the bed and that's pretty much all the girls keep their clothes which is, that's kind of a win they have enough room in the back room to to have all their clothes and if they want to get dressed up when they're in lander they can they have they, they used to nice things yeah they used to have only like five outfits that we could travel with and now i feel like oh they have an okay i mean most girls their age would be appalled that they only have 20 outfits but they still have 20 outfits and they have more than two pairs of shoes which is saying a lot considering the last seven years of travel <laughs> 
be so fun. Um, and then we also have extra blankets back there. I have enough room for like a couple extra. That was the one thing. Like I, I furnished the Airbnb with so many nice sheets and blankets that I didn't want to leave them behind, but I left a lot of them behind, unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, then it's bathroom. We don't use the shower in there. So I end up like stacking the Costco toilet paper, a huge laundry basket with all of our yoga mats. I mean, seven yoga mats and yoga blocks and yoga blankets. Like that's, that's our whole shower right there. Um, the kitchen in there because, oh, I have all my kitchen appliances. So Momo, uh, how I rebuilt the bed, we have this maybe one foot by six foot area under the bed where I put, we the have, pantry. what do we have? A vibe? Well, we, it's just appliances well, right now. I don't now. know what you put there. Yeah. Standing mixer, Vitamix. Um, we got rid of the juicer because it's just uh, it's too impossible cost, to juice. It's impossible while we're traveling. What was the, um, Vitamix, whatever other appliance. I know there's, oh, espresso machine, a huge espresso machine. Oh, yeah. Um, Senor Steam Fuegos. <laughs> and then we, okay, pots and pans. Then we, these are the two things. Then in the living room area, slide area, we have a couch that's like a futon couch that folds out into a bed. So if somebody else is wants to sleep in there, they can. And under there is where the girls store all their shoes. Plus I put pantry items like canned beans and yeah, canned beans and rice and things like that. It's just more of like emergency supply, but it's, it's there. It's, if we need to. Then above that is a huge cabinet with food, just the regular food that we need to get through the week. On the other side, I brought the, <laughs> for Christmas last year, we were debating, you know, December 4th, which way are you going? Are you wondering? Hold on, we gotta do, oh yeah, you're going right to talk to Paul's. Um, last, uh, okay, last December we were in Florida and we were like, all right, where do you guys want to, do you want to go back to Polson? What do we want to do? We felt like we needed to go back and we were going to all go back and pack it up. But then we got back and it was winter and Christmas and we're like, oh, well maybe we'll just keep the house a little longer. I don't know. I really wasn't ready to let it go. And I was like, well, for $1,500 in rent, it's like, it's a little expensive for storage, but you know, you can't rent anything for that much money anymore. So let's just do that. Let's just keep it. And so it was a big deal because for Christmas, Gabby and the kids, well, and Victor, but the, I think it was a big thing for Gabby to buy it, to like um, use a lot of her money to buy it. She bought me this fireplace heater because it's Pulse's house, it was freezing and I was always cold. And she bought me this like, you know, like the entertainment centers that you have that have a fireplace in them and then bookcases on the side. And I loved it. It was so great, but it was like at the last minute, okay, if, like, I don't want to get it if we're not going to stay here. I'm like, no, 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 we're going to stay here. So she gets that for me for Christmas, only for my uncle to up the rent on us a couple months later, but that doesn't matter. It's all meant to be. So I couldn't leave that. So we we put that in Momo now and their standing desk. And we kind of had to, or not standing, it's like a sitting combo sitting, standing desk, which they really, really wanted. It's just, you can't use the sitting part of the desk with the fireplace because they all overlap definitely gonna have to put some pictures of this on Instagram and the pic the so that's there but that's really heavy so now I'm kind of worried about taking the slide in and out with that much weight we probably 
won't take it in and out home with that much weight. You think it'll not go out idea. though? It's probably not a good idea. Um, so we have those. And then above that are more cabinets that have kind of just like their arts and crafts stuff. They're, they're, oh, well, the good thing is when I put the fireplace in, it had the bookcase. So we've kept a lot of books. That's another thing that's really hard for me to get rid of is books. So we've kept a bunch of books and they're in that fireplace storage now. So that was kind of a win. And then the last part <laughs> above the bed, above the cab where like the boys used to sleep when they were little, um, we don't use that area. Nobody's sleeping up there. So it's of course storage area. So it is filled. First, we put all of Jariah's drums there, thinking that like we weren't going to go back to Pulson. We just put all those drums up there, Isabel's guitar, all of Isabel's artwork. She has a ton of paintings that she wants to hang up in the coffee shop in Lander. Um, all of like Victor's ghee, the, some extra food in case of an emergency. Um, I think that's pretty much it. We filled it to the, it was so that I thought, oh man, I feel like this is going to fall on my head if I was driving it. But we lightened it a little. We took the drum, I took the drums out. Yeah. Because it was just too much. It was, I figured we're going to go on a road trip to Idaho again. Um, and we'll just. Decompress. And decompress. Enjoy and then, life. God forbid you wake <laughs> up in the morning and feel like seeing zippity doodah. God <laughs> forbid. you're so happy now. No, no. The point is, the point is to actually, we all live, but. Uh, well, like how many actually, how many people actually live and feel their life and enjoy their life? It's, it's, it's super hard. It's super hard to do it. And I'm, I express a lot of gratitude for even the pain that we're going through right now, because we have the choice. Yeah, you guys, it's pretty cool. Like, I'm just tired today, but it's really, really, like, if you've listened to our other 99 episodes, you've heard Victor and I like on different, um, whatever. Wavelengths. Wave, thank you. See, I'm really tired. Different wavelengths and, you know, not always having this common vision. And it's really, really nice. It's really nice. Like I visualized this feeling for a long time, not feeling this tired, but visualizing being on the same page and, ha and wanting the same thing for so long. Like it's going to hit me this week that like, oh, we're doing it. Like we're doing it. We're finally seven years later. We're on the same page. I'm so, and really all it is, is like, I used to tell Victor, like, I think you should, like the secret. It's not like you have to do this and do that. And then like it, it used to sound like you go, you're always telling me I'm not enough. And I'm like, I just want you to let go of your fear and just be happy. And he's literally just doing that. That's it. He's so in the present moment, wakes up and he's like, I'm just choosing to be happy today. I'm just, I'm so appreciative. I'm in the moment. And like, it, it's crazy because I'm the one who's not right now because of dealing with Polson. And I kind of feel like I have to, but I'm also aware of myself that I'm like, I'm not, I do have to deal with this. I can't just walk. I can't just leave it all there. I might leave the rest there though. <laughs> I might not go back for it. Um, there was some really good bacon there though. I gotta tell oh, you, yeah. I'd go back for the bacon. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I'm, I guess I'm saying I have enough self-discipline and self-awareness to know that like, I won't let myself get stuck in the stress cycle because that's, I think the difference is most people are like, Oh, but I just have this one thing. Okay. Well, after I deal with Pulson, then I get to enjoy my life. And I was like, basically last night I wasn't sleeping and I kept thinking about 
what our plan was because our plan was you know I said it was the 27th last night and our plan was to try to be out today but we didn't have a campground to go to and I knew we were over full like our intention was to be have to not have to go back to Polson and to just be so over full but like to tolerate it and figure out how we would make it work and then we'd have a freezer full of bacon and I'm like well that doesn't that's not going to work good for dry camping. I mean, we have this solar generator for i4 Patriots that I love. You should get one. But I didn't know if I wanted to take the risk if I didn't have to of keeping it charged um, indefinitely in the back of the truck. It just sounded exhausting. I was tired, so it just sounds worse when you're tired. And then I thought uh, we were going to go uh, back up to Whitefish, and I really liked it there. But then I thought, you know, it's just so crowded. It's so much to deal with, like no campground, trying to vagabond, find free camping. We have full, there's no Kalispell space. Kalispell has a spot, but it's like the fairgrounds, uh, you know, they have electricity. It was gonna be so not comfortable. And I was yeah. like, after all that work, I'm like, I just, it's Taurus South Node, I just need to be comfortable. And so we had spent, um, and also Gabby wanted to go rock climb up at, kind of up by Eureka and I had booked campgrounds and I was like, I seriously was beating myself up because I was like, oh, if I can't, I just booked them. If I cancel them, you lose whatever, $32. And I was like, and, and I have to get better about that because it happens to me a lot. I book campgrounds and cancel them and then you, you know, you have your fees. Yeah. But that's part, that's part and parcel with this. Like I can, I can tolerate all that. I think you have to be able to, um, start accepting like well this is just part of this this gives us the flexibility to make decisions it's so true 32 it's not like we're spending it's a backup plan yeah. you literally are creating backups that's why i enjoy it so much like look it was a good backup boom we pivot it's no different than we got back we had our rv stored overnight at big fork about 45 minutes away so danny and i took off this was the night before yeah. but he had to go pick it up so we we took momo back to the house for one night to pack it up but we left our other trailer in big fork at a campground so that we didn't have to i didn't want to have to deal with towing it when we didn't really need it i didn't want more shit in it to begin with because i'm like we already it it's comfortable i didn't want to i would have easily overfilled it so go ahead yeah so so i got back to it and actually i kind of noticed like the batteries were not working as well to begin with and so in the back of my head i'm like oh, i wonder if we're going to have to figure out how to how to put this slide and it, it has one big beautiful slide that really makes it worth having this this travel trailer and of course the first thing we do is connect to the generator after five minutes we disconnect it all right bring the slide in nothing the lights barely go on i'm like danny uh we're gonna run this 15 more minutes this play we're already past the time we're supposed to check out but I'm like, I gotta figure out how to bring this slide in manually. So with the socket set, you find that, find the one small, small bolt, and you're like, all right, well, this is gonna be one quarter inch at a time. We're gonna take turns. It was one of the most frustrating and yet rewarding things, because at least I knew exactly what we needed to do because I had already tried to bring it in manually before. And so it's just a function of finding it, like committing, like, all right, we, we gotta do it this way. And it and took what twenty minutes? Took twenty minutes just to get the slide Did in. Did we switch with up. you? Yeah, he oh, worked. He good. had to because my arm was killing me, laying down at an awkward angle, quarter inch at a time. Um, you know. Yeah, twenty minutes of cranking it like that would be really long. So that was today. Like it was pretty crazy because, I mean, just today. No wonder, tired. We woke up. Well, <laughs> after my two hours of sleep, um, 
Victor, we got up and Victor had clients right away in the morning and then he's like, all right, I got an hour break. And he like runs to the, the thrift dump. store and to the dump to get rid of stuff and then comes back and he's like, okay, what projects? I'm like, okay, well, the bed broke in Momo. You gotta fix the bed. And then I'm like, okay, we gotta find a way to secure the drums. And then he, he tried, Jerry rigged this thing to secure the drums only for me to like take it out because I hit my head on it and so many times and then we are like, okay, don't take the drums. And then for him to drive an hour back to Big Fork to get the trailer in the trailer to not be able to bring the slide in. I mean, he did not have an easy day and for like, in the past, you would have been so angry, and instead, you made lemonade out of it. It's like, life is I'm my, so proud life of you. Is, I, well, so I visualize stoked. this as like, shout out to Tommy John, life is your medicine. I think about it like, wow, you know, I didn't, I, I spent the vast majority of my 20s and 30s, and even a good portion of my 40s, right? Well, a couple years in my 40s, like in a facility working and teaching, um, children and adults like you were literally in that in a one single room from 6 a.m to yeah. 8 p.m many and so days. i never really had a chance to develop any like learn a diversity of of, of skills whether it's uh, i had some basic plumbing because growing up my dad was essentially like a plumber he's a pipe builder on in shipyards and so he taught us a lot of basics of plumbing but working on vehicles, fixing stuff, laying laminate floor, like I just really didn't have time. And by the time I get to it, I would be like, Robin, you know, I'm exhausted. Like, let's pay someone to do this. I work my butt off, I don't have time. Well, literally, I think the, the world is teaching me, my life is teaching me like, okay, you didn't have a chance? Here you go, figure it out. And so I almost think of it as like a, a positive, well, it's Manipura too. Like, all right, well, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I got my son here. We're going to figure it out. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And like, okay, well, let's pivot. Let's pivot. Let's pivot. And like, I'm staring at mountains right now, even as we record this podcast, like you have to have some gratitude. And this is just what being a full gypsy is right now. And it gives, it has given us the space and a platform to grow ourselves and then share these thoughts with you so that you can have the experiences that are going to be important to you for your development and your life, your medicine. Your life is your medicine. You listening to this podcast is your medicine. It's literally getting a light bulb and connecting some dots and making you think differently. Yeah. Um, before we wrap it up, I should just like, I should just laugh at ourselves, but for like, so I just explained how much stuff is in two RVs two RVs you know granted we have five kids and like and they're three of them are adults now and so you know it's not like you're just traveling with some coloring books for your toddlers it's like there's they have goals and dreams of their own and things that they need to pursue and maybe places where they want to go on their own and you know it's and, and we're active like it's really our sports yeah. stuff if we didn't have all these this much sports stuff but that's the whole reason we live this lifestyle is for our sports so it makes sense and but thankfully we don't do we're not stand-up paddleboarding kayaking what else that's takes true. up a lot of space there are that's a lot true. of things Jariah wants to do start kayaking i'm like i'm no. not getting another thing um the the other, so as you would say in our big 42 foot fifth wheel that's back in lander still we still it's have surfboards stocked. yeah fully stocked with its own set of clothes, every single appliance, like, and, and part of it is like literally the dream that I told Victor, I said, you know, if I just bought, if I could just buy another fifth wheel right now, that's like a, um, I had my eye on this fifth wheel. That's a 
32, somewhere like 32 to 34 foot that's just gutted, um, and, and put these few pieces of furniture in it, I think I'd be like, all right, let's, I'm stoked. And then it could just furnish. That is probably why too I had trouble letting go because I would like, Momo is on its last leg, we always say, and yet here it is driving away. And it is great for storage. Um, I like our fifth wheel, our big 42 foot Oppa. I like it to just stay in lander and not necessarily tow it much. Maybe I take it to spearfish every so often, but I don't really need to tow it anywhere. I kind of feel like it's our house in lander. Um, this RV that we're towing, Nomad, that's really going to be, it's the girls because they like their, because it's better for them to use their truck and tow this. So realistically, if, um, if money wasn't an object or if I wasn't being cheap or if I didn't mind having more debt or whatever the excuse is that I want to throw on it. Um, actually, as soon as all of you join my um, Be, the hero, be baby. the hero, then I can allow myself to spend the money on uh, this 32-foot fifth wheel I want. You know, it's 40 bucks a month. Be the hero. We get together. We talk about the meaning of life face-to-face, vis-a-vis, like instead of just me talking to a screen because I kind of get over talking to a screen and not to real people. So join me on Be The Hero and every Monday night we do a live Zoom group coaching call and we talk about the meaning of life and whatever your struggle is. I let, I leave it open. I have things that I want to talk about, but if you go on there and you're like, oh my gosh, Robin, I have yes, this this yeah. thing, this problem with my relationship. What do you what do you think I should do? Hey, we'll talk about that. That's That's fine. Um, as some like well it can be girls too but I was going to say as some dads and guys join in like Victor will do his own one but you know we're just getting this started and I know it takes a little while for people to feel brave enough to join us but I do know that a year from now I will have a ton of you all of you listening are going to be joining me over there and not be intimidated to join and be like alright I'm stoked to live life to the fullest anyways enough of uh, promoting that but I do think that that would be having another fifth wheel that could put all that furniture in you never know three weeks from now that might be what uh what the podcast is about about our new fifth wheel there's one in missoula that i what is it a heartland cyclone no it's not the new ones it's the old it's an old shout one. out to those brands yeah if you want to get blown up make us ambassadors with our, with our 30 followers yeah our 16 million okay followers. see well i always tell victor like yeah when when we're aligned and look we're aligned just for we're aligned. Just we're aligned. It's so great. Okay. I think that covered our experience. We were going to talk about this here, but I think that was a lot for today. Ooh, we'll unpack that one next time.